this is not a safe space. <laughs> I was just gonna say that right now. I think this is a safe space for honesty. You True. I don't know. Here? I don't know who's writing these these questions. So I guess it's a safe some space. Some people for you. are like. Some people have asked us. They're like, "Are the questions that you get on your podcast real? Do you think we would make this shit up?" And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm John. That's Alex. And we hate each other right now. And this is a solo show. John, take it away. Oh, uh, you know what? Nothing like recording for the second time because we were fighting on the first take. But that's marriage, you know? So, no? You just like to set me up. You're like, I'm not setting you up. Alex, I mean, when you're, you, when you're, you you're not doing well, not you got to redo it. Me? You like don't know how to have a flow of fucking conversation, me. John. Yeah, you. Coming from the person who's like, I need my wife to help me have conversations. And then you come at me and say that I don't have a good flow. Like you take us out of a good flow Alex, of conversation. It, you want to talk about like cliff notes? Recording. You were definitely cliff note and hard on every topic. So you like that though. You're like, let's get through it. I was like, I was going through everything. You guys want to hear what we've been up to? John's that's, parents that's came to visit. Up. We went to a concert. We have T-Swift tonight and that's it. Moving on. Ju jumping into questions. Wait. What are you? I chipped my tooth. You forgot about that. You didn't chip your tooth. Your bonding fell out. Another quick recap. Okay, moving on. John, are you ready? Are you ready to get through this and be over so that you don't have to look at it's, me anymore? It's not me. First off, you're rushing it. You're too busy cliff noting. You like to rush. Like, you're so hypocritical. You look this is like, real marriage. You look like that stupid cartoon character today. That one... <laughs> Who? I don't know. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Just one stupid Guys, we haven't character. recorded in a month, and we really thought we were going to come on here like hot and strong on this one. But uh, instead, instead, it's the opposite. It's like we're starting all over again and learning how to record for the first time. <laughs> no, we're learning time. how to communicate with each other again because we haven't had to sit down But you know how we're going to communicate? It's going to be me being passive and letting Alex feel like she won that way we could continue on this John, journey that is not fucking healthy okay i mean we gotta get through what it was me the smallest violin in the world <laughs> we gotta for get through John. it yeah we your gotta life get through is it so hard alex say something good <laughs> you say something good you've been nothing but a bully should we start with our icks <laughs> you know what? i'm gonna start with one. my ick i didn't even have one thought I do. out i do i'm actually gonna start with my ick today we're gonna switch it up my ick for Alex. You know, I feel like we shouldn't. For the sake of the pod, <laughs> no, no. we should save My ick for Alex. End. I bet you have no idea what it is. Yes. I, I don't. My ick for Alex is she wants me to feed her. Which yeah, is, like if you come over, John will come over open, with like a piece of out. cheese. It's not like, oh, I need you to and feed you do this, me meals. Goes, yeah, like if John she comes over, he goes out. into the refrigerator and he like grabs a pickle for himself. He'll bring it over to me. Why would I like dirty up my hands? It's already dirty in your hands. Just, and I go, you're not a baby. I'm my, not gonna feed just you. Stick it in my mouth. Or like and, a, again, a piece of turkey meat. Like you grab it in the fridge for yourself. You have it in your fingers. It's not like I'm asking you to put it on a fork and put it on a plate. You already have it. It makes the most sense for me to not dirty my fingers and like. And just watch. Eat it. This is how Alex expects me to feed her. This is her mouth motion. <laughs> I don't suck my tongue. How am I supposed to like put this. anything in your mouth when you do this? I do this, John. This is what I do. No, you don't. You don't make it that easy. Because <laughs> half the time it doesn't go into your mouth. It falls on the ground and you're like. 
So that's my ick. I'm helping Kobe. Me and him have a pack. My ick. Do you know your ick or you want to wait on yours? It's it's in there. Okay. It's just waiting. You want to wait? To you, come. you wait till the end yeah, of the episode for yours. End. Okay. Cool. So what have you been up to, John? Other than being a fucking dick to me. <laughs> By the way, somebody commented on one of her videos. They go, Why is she asking him what he's up to? Like she doesn't <laughs> know what he's doing. It's like, no shit. It's for you. Engagement. Oh, I didn't see that comment. And also, yeah, no, like I don't know what what John's perspective is on our same experiences. Like what you've been up to might be different than what I'm experiencing. So what have you mentally been up to? I'm just trying to remember why we batched all these. Like Goo was gone for a little bit, then we were gone. So there was like different events and stuff we went to. And then we were supposed to go away, but we canceled that trip. But yeah, your parents did come to visit. It was a great time. What else did we do while your parents were here? We went to the farmer's market, which we have never been to. Yeah. We did some open houses, which I've never done. And I really like it. I I like it. It's like my new hobby. I always heard that people would do that as a hobby. They're like, yeah, we just like go to open houses for fun. Like people go for inspiration, but it was actually a lot of fun. I was like, I could do this every weekend. It's just fun to look at other houses. Fine line though, because we were like, let's buy. Let's buy something. Like we had any ability to do so. You know why I do like it or think that it is good to do where you're living is you get to learn more about other neighborhoods that you normally wouldn't. That's true. I'm like, oh, this isn't a good spot. Good to know right. for future investments. I agree. One other thing, maybe someone listening can help me. I just have this feeling inside me, like, because we're a little slower, believe it or not, than we have been in the past. And like this longing to join something like an intramural sport or a club or just like an, I need like an outlet. I got to find something. And I hate that the only thing around is like, if you want to join a fucking country club for thousands of dollars. Well, it's not thousands, but I mean, it's good for having a place to go play tennis, go to the pool, pick up whatever you want. I mean, I know everyone pay, like some people pay to go fishing i don't fucking know i need to like there's a fine line with like my age and like you need percentage of getting injured but you need to decide what your hobby is and then join that you know like the advice that we give to other people okay then like it but it's hard where we're at because nothing's around us right but i'm not trying to drive like an hour but that's the investment that is you know it's your time and paying for parking maybe when we do acting classes that can be like our hobby you just know. like want a community or you want like a hobby? Like you want Commun- friends? Probably community. But like I always, because I always did like, I keep saying combat sports, competitive sports. They're like being part of a team. But you what know? were your sports? Like when we were in New York, it was beach volleyball. Right. What about before that? Soccer. But I, dude, if I played soccer now, I'd get You'd hurt. Blow your back I can't up. afford to. I mean, sports I did was like wrestling and swam, and I hated swimming. I mean, there's other Paintball. places that I'm sure that you could play pickleball and not go to a country club and right. spend. 500 a month. I know. They're like, they're still like 45 minutes away. But like you said, that is the sacrifice you make to do something. And then you just got a budget. But anyways, that's my, that's my longing right now is for, for a group, for a team besides you. (laughs) No, I like want you to get out of the house. Like, please, for the love of God, find something. I'll just join, you know, let me do something that enables me. I'll just join like a cigar league. That's fine too. Just see who smokes the most cigars. Honestly, do whatever. We're just, I'm promoting unhealthy habits at this point. But no, I think that that would be great. Other than that, what else have we done? Nothing. Move on. We went to the Hollywood Bowl. 
Yes. The Hollywood Bowl. That was cool. It's like an outdoor venue and they play classical music. And when we went, our friends that we met in Catalina, they invited us. They had extra tickets to go. And it was kind of like this. Like the table. It makes me think of like the Red Hat Amphitheater. Not the Red Hat Amphitheater. That's Raleigh. Uh, Red Rocks, you know? Oh. That amphitheater out there in I don't know, uh, I've never been. Is that in like Nevada or somewhere? Where is that? Colorado. I've never been. Oh, but it reminded me of that. It's like just a straight incline of like a natural. Well, that's not a natural building, but. But what they do is too, I think sometimes they'll play movies and then they'll have an orchestra playing to the soundtrack of the movie. I'd rather have done that. That would be cool. But instead we went and they, the orchestra it's like played blue Rhapsody. Rhapsody in blue. Oh my God. It was so good. It was cool. It was just a cool experience that I feel like I would totally go back to except the traffic. I love that I had to sit sideways. Alex, we were starving thinking we we're getting food. We ended up like ordering food and Alex orders nach or nachos or like tacos. tacos. There's not enough room for some reason for my chair to face forward and watch the actual like stage. Well, so I had to sit sideways. The way the table was. Facing Alex and the rest of the crowd and like I'm eating my tacos as they're playing classical music. I'm like staring at everyone. <laughs> I just... Only me. That I don't feel bad for you because if I didn't get us tacos, you'd be complaining that you're hungry. So you're just basically a big old man, man child. Right. Whatever. Okay. Let's just move into questions. <laughs> Obviously we have nothing exciting to talk about. Oh, we're going to Taylor Swift tonight. That is exciting though. Like I said, we have nothing exciting to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. John. I mean, I'm happy for you. I don't know any of her music. None. So what am I supposed to do with these bracelets that you made? I gotta pass them out to you, people. I'm not sharing actually with you. Is it like Mardi Gras? Because you're not my friend. So no, they're friendship bracelets. You make them and then you exchange with people who are there. But I didn't make any for you. So honestly, you don't get you don't get to make any friends tonight. <laughs> Sorry. So, I'm gonna bring so, Mardi Gras beads instead and just throw them to people. It's very different. It's completely different. What what happens you when honestly, you just exchange? Just, like, wouldn't get it. I don't. I don't get it. You're making friends with strangers is what you're doing. I'm realizing like more and more that maybe the comments are right. And they're like, do they even like each other? I'm like, no, <laughs> we don't. But you know what? I do these things for you because I love you. Oh, yeah. You're going to Taylor Swift for me. Anyone else I'm sure who's listening would be so fucking happy to take your seat, John, who wants to go. So you better be excited to be there. I am. <laughs> yep. I'm yeah, I can tell. I'm pumped. This episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. You could play all the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. And seriously, why go to the casino when you can win right from home? And if you're John, from the toilet. Right now, new customers could get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Just sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you could deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo GIVEIT. New customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code GIVEIT. G-I-V-E-I-T. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 
888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max $100 in casino credits, which require one times play through within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Should we jump into questions? Yes. Before we Let's talk about other people's problems. Today. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay. What are you supposed to do post-sex? In the movies, it's always cuddles and chit-chat, but is that real life? My husband and I have been married for six years and our post-sex routine is me going to the bathroom and when I get back, he's on his phone. So kind of just go to sleep. Part of me feels like that's not what a connected, healthy couple would do after sex and it makes me feel bad. Am I just being sensitive? What do couples do right after sex? Exactly what we do. Wipe off, go to sleep. Boom. <laughs> The thing is that we're we're never fucking like right before bed. It's like we're always midday. So it's like, what do we got to do? Or we're already in bed. That's rare. Yeah, I know. I don't. I mean, I think that's normal. I if you get to do it during that time, that's pretty normal. They're at night. They're winding down. I think it just depends. Like. Like there are times that I do think that you need to be intentional and be more intimate, like post, you know, sex, but also it's just important to be doing it. So the fact that you're doing it is like, I mean, is it like makeup sex or is it like just casual? No, she's just talking about like, you know, post, post intercourse cuddling. Post intercourse. Yeah, that's correct. Terminology. John. Okay. You're like my sex ed teacher. Sorry that you (laughs) feel like I'm your teacher in this moment. Kink? Hey. I will beat you. Honestly, I off. <laughs> I will beat you off with both hands. Or in Barbie, I will beat you off. Yeah. Beach off. Beach off. Let's have a beach off. I will beat you off. Go back to the question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> back to back it. To the qu- and back. <laughs> As if like I'm supposed to rewind. I, I'm I'm just guiding the ship now, you know? Okay. Take us home. <laughs> Land this plane. Land this plane. <laughs> I'm just saying it's natural. It's normal. I mean, you're not like, I don't want to say like the whole butterfly thing. It's just you're whatever. You're comfortable with each other. But again, if you want to cuddle sometimes, that's normal too. I do think that you do just need that communicate it. Let them know that. Exactly. If you're feeling like you're missing something, then you're probably missing something. Right. So I think you're fine, justified just talking to them about it. I don't think, mm-hmm. but I don't think you're doing anything wrong. No, no. Next question. When you're talking to a stranger with a big fat booger in their nose, what's the right thing to do? Yeah, you tell them. Yeah. You let uh, them know. You know what? A stranger though? I tell... Even friends sometimes I... F- really? It depends how comfortable I am with them. I feel like you tell anyone. Like that's normal. Like I, I'll tell people our too and I'll be the, like... Our friend at the beach the other day. Who had a booger? I, I didn't tell him. Oh, why not? You saw it? I did. I was sitting next to him, but he was like in the middle of a convo. I was like, ah. That's like, why and then is his that? Wife, his wife told him. So always like, the toughest part of like, like, Because if it was you, I would tell you immediately. Like, hey. You pick it for me. Yeah. But what? But why is that always such an awkward interaction to like, like that's something that's like you're doing them a service. Right. But that's something that's uncomfortable that shouldn't be uncomfortable. It's almost like it's because they don't know. So they're just like looking like a fool, but like. You don't want to embarrass them, but it's more embarrassing to let them move forward. The longer without, goes exactly. on. Like, it's like, like no. I didn't know that I have bats in the cave. I ask John all the time before we go somewhere. I'm like, I have boogers. 
You so you're comfortable check. with me. Like, I, I get that. Because some people sometimes are like, why would you call them out? You know? So they don't walk around. Right. But people like could take it the wrong way. Like, why are you calling them, calling them out on something? Like, I think the best thing to do is to always tell someone. You in know? the most discreet way possible yeah. if you can. But no one's going to be like, why would you tell me that if they do? You know what I mean? So the answer should always be to tell them. It's just a matter of like, how? How do you tell them? I agree. Next question. Am I the asshole? My boyfriend got an invite to a wedding that lands on my birthday. He can't bring a plus one. Is it wrong of me to want him to not attend and spend my birthday with me? I would understand it if it was his best friend or a close family member's wedding he didn't want to miss, but it's not either of those. Thoughts? I'm the wrong person to ask because my family, we have we never celebrate anything on the actual day. Christmas, thanks, because we're in healthcare, so well, we, when we all were in healthcare, we never got the same days off. Even our birthdays, we didn't celebrate on that day. So, Kobe, stop. I think that's up to your boyfriend to decide, honestly. Like, he knows his relationship with these with this friend who he's going to, or whoever's wedding it was. But, like, for you to try to be like, you should spend it, uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like birthdays, yes, they are. You could celebrate them whenever, though. If he makes it special for you, whether it's on that day or not, I mean, that's what matters. I don't think it has to be on your actual day. I think everyone has, like, such a different level of importance when it comes to what they think of their birthdays you know some people are like we need to celebrate on this day that i was born celebrate the whole month so you somebody know? who's like very self-centered yeah i just <laughs> i just think that like i would leave it up to your boyfriend to decide how close he is with the friend but if he decides to go to the wedding like you can't be annoyed think about if it was you your friend like would you skip someone's wedding like one of the big days of their lives just because you, like, because it was the day of your boyfriend's wedding. I mean, the day of your boyfriend's birthday. You could go to dinner another time, celebrate another day. Yeah, I don't think it's, and the older you are, like, yeah, like who, who how cares? old are you? Like, how many more fucking, the last thing I want to do is celebrate my birthday. I just saw a Curb episode that was about that. It was like Ben Stiller was having a birthday party, but it was like two weeks after his birthday. And Larry David is like, it's two weeks after your birthday, <laughs> man. Like, we can't be celebrating your birthday like this far. So I guess like afterwards. It's your boyfriend or husband or whatever to celebrate early. Yeah, celebrate early. I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal. So I think, yeah, you're being a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> she, she asked. Oh, she Am asked I the something. asshole? Okay. So yeah. Kind, yeah, a little kind bit. Of. Next question. A few years ago, my fiance called off our wedding and has proceeded to maintain a friendship with my sister. My ex and my sister were never close before we broke up, and now they're best friends. I've told my sister how uncomfortable this makes me and how I feel disrespected, especially when she tries to spin my disapproval like I'm still in love with my ex. She's even gone as far as bringing my ex to family events. I've tried being indifferent and ignoring her, but my sister is insistent on trying to force us to talk and everyone, including my parents, call me unreasonable for not wanting to interact with her. I'm trying not to lose my cool, but it's getting out of hand, especially when they compare any dates I go on and they've even compared my last girlfriend to her. What should I do? Get rid of your sister. Okay. Wait, let's rewind for a second. This is a brother. His ex is a girl. Me and you are about to get married. I call off the wedding. I'm still besties with Jen. But like I'm even closer with Jen now that we broke up. And I'm around. I'm now at your so family an events. Actual but real, we're not together. an actual real scenario for me. 
you mean of like what could happen yeah yeah because if we did break up i'd still be besties with jen i'm pretty that'd be i wouldn't like she could be friends with you like if i'm looking at this situation i'd be fine with her being friends with you i don't care but you coming to family functions is kind of crossing 100 yeah and like now interfering with you your, your life yeah your life and you moving on that's a boundary and your sister that's a conversation that you have to have with your sister but also it's kind of like root of your i feel like your ex fiance your entire is just doing family it. saying that you're being unreasonable yeah, like am i how do they even know like did, did his ex break it off he said a few or this could be a girl too a few years ago my fiance called off our wedding okay so that person <laughs> called off their wedding and his parents are actually siding with the person who called off the wedding with their son yeah, That's so well, like, not necessarily siding, but like they're, they're like okay with her coming to family functions. Well, they're, and they're saying, saying he's that, being unreasonable. I'd be like, uh, fuck you. Like, this she's person the one ruined who my life. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that the, these are just boundaries that you have to set and have conversations with your family separately. And if it comes down to it, have a conversation with your ex and be like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to manipulate your way back into my family? Like, you guys weren't close. You're like, you could be friends outside of these family functions. Right. I feel like that's normal. But, or like whatever, can be normal. There's some give and take with, for all of you. Like you're, like you go into it and say, I'm fine with y'all having a relationship, but my boundary is she or he should not be coming to family functions because like the vow makes me feel. be worried about going to Christmas, like something that's a comfortable space or Thanksgiving or whatever family holiday and be afraid of running into your ex-fiance. That's Like wild. how annoying would that be? Uh, it, like- Especially if you guys don't have a close relationship. Like if you guys were like cool and I don't know, it just the dynamic is off there. Next question. My husband's boss's wife is one of my favorite people and dear friends. Said boss is having an affair and my husband has made it very clear that it is absolutely not my place to tell the wife who is my friend. I feel so guilty about not telling her, but they have three kids, two of which are beautiful teen preteen girls that I love dearly and coming from a broken home myself with the father cheating on the wife. I know how much that can affect their self-worth and I can't bring myself to tell her along with my husband pretty much forbidding me to do anyway. His boss knows that I know, and I have even confronted his mistress. I think the cherry on top for me is he has brought his mistress around my husband. We all live in the same place, and we run the ranch for them, so we are very much family with them. I'm not sure what to do, so give it to me straight. Ugh, I have no idea. I don't know. That's so hard. Put yourself in your friend's shoes. If, if you were to find out that your husband was cheating on you and and you found out that your friend knew this whole time, if that was me, I would not be friends with that person anymore. I, that's just, just my... But you're looking at it from like her relationship with her. I'm looking at it from she came from a broken home. She knows how it is. And then these two kids are just going to be devastated. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not even... I don't care about as much as I do about the children, like the parents. That's tough. I, I don't know. I just think that like, again, obviously this is on her husband to come clean to her, but you, I think need to do everything in your power to get him to come clean to his wife. Then like make your husband, like talk to your husband about it. Like make it your business, especially if this is your friend, be like, guys, I'm, I can't keep this secret from my friend for this long. I just know that if I knew this secret about one of my best friends, like, again, if the roles were reversed, I would want to know. And I would be so hurt if my one of my best friends knew 
and didn't tell me. I would be so fucking hurt. I wouldn't be friends with them. I can't tell you what to do, but I could say this. I think it, do it in steps. So the first thing you should do is you and your husband need to get on the same page first. Cause you, you, you're going to need some sort of support system with this too. Because if your husband's forbidding you to say something, then you say something. And then like, he's giving you shit. Everyone hates you. You know, I just think you guys need to get on the same page first. And that's not right of him where he stands. Like, uh, you can't say anything like I just, yeah. Like it, obviously you're in a very shitty situation, right. but it's just like, it's unfair to you. It's unfair to your friend. So I just think that you have to do everything that you possibly can to try to like move this ship forward so that your friend can get this information how she should, which would be from her husband. But I, in this type of situation, would be like, I would give an ultimatum. Otherwise, I'd be like, I have to just drop these people out of my life because I can't keep my mouth fucking shut. Oh, yeah. That would eat me alive. Yeah. Every time I see them, I'd be like. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I know something you don't. <laughs> That's so shitty. That's so shitty. People are just like, let's put our problems on other people's shoulders instead of dealing with them head on. Let's just. But like, don't say anything or, or else kind of situation. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself you're the one who's doing the wrong thing here. Like the guy cheating on her or even your husband be like, you better not fucking say anything. Be like, uh, well then you better do don't something make me about look it. Like I'm the bad person right, here. Exactly. Yeah. Next question. You ready, John? I shouldn't have ate before this podcast. Is that why you're in a, a grumpy mood? I'm not in a grumpy <laughs> mood. No, it's when I, People, it's I can just already like when see I the comments eat, for this episode. <laughs> when I eat, it just makes me so sluggish. When we watch Smartless, it blows out of everything. Have you guys ever seen the the um, good Smartless like documentary about the podcast with Jason Bateman, Will uh, Arn Arnett, Arnett, and then the guy from Will and Sean. Grace? What's his last I don't name? Know his last name. <laughs> it's awesome though. I love it. But the fact that these guys slam as much food as they do right before they go on stage, at least. It looks like they are. I'm like, I don't know. You... A lot of editing, I'm sure. You know what I mean? It well, just... they go like 10 minutes till you're on, and then they roll in with all these hamburgers, and Will Arnett just slams them. I'm like, I'd be like this on the couch. <sighs> but when there's three of them, it's like less pressure because then they have another guest. Like they have two True. extra people that, like, so that's a, that's 50% less that they have to engage than we do. That's true. You know? Good point. So it's okay. Give yourself some grace, John. It's okay. Next question. You're doing great, John. <laughs> You're doing great. We love each other, guys. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I love you much. so much. Oh my God. I can't wait to my dance with you queen tonight. At Taylor Swift. And give you Are you considered bracelet. a Swifty? You know, like You're not. That was a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminded me of like that interaction between Chris Jenner and what's his name? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? What's what is the ex husband of Courtney? Who? Do you know? What's the ex husband of Courtney? You know. He's an asshole. What's his name? Rob Deerdeck. No. Scott. Scott Disick. Yeah. So when she's he's like, You want something to drink? Or like you want a glass of wine? And she goes, You know. And then he's like, I don't need a whole life story. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or no. yes or no. I'm like, that is John to a T, where I'm like, I'll go off on this whole tangent. I'm like, you know, because when people like the <laughs> definition of a Swifty, I'm like, I don't like I know all of her music, but like what makes someone a Swifty? You know, like I respect Taylor Swift. I love her. But like I you probably need a certain amount of friendship bracelets. <laughs> OK, but I don't know that I would spend what some people are spending on those tickets. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that diehard of a fan where I'm like, yeah, two thousand dollars. Let me pay that. That's wild. 
That's wild. So I'm like, maybe that doesn't make me a Swifty. So, but I I don't know anything about her music, but her character, like, I respect her a lot. Everything she does for the crew. I that, can't wait to like recap this after we see it. I've heard such great things. Thanks for cutting me off. Anyways, what I was saying was I respect her a lot for like all the money she gave towards her crew. It was like fifty something million towards everyone that worked on the um tour. Yep. It's wild. Wild. Next question. I hear my husband masturbating regularly. Cool. That was <laughs> that was a, just a huge shift in combo right there. You asked for it. I found his lube and pocket pussy that he threw away in his dresser. It <laughs> you say she hears him? Yeah. She said, I hear my husband masturbating She's regularly. Like, <laughs> you would know if you would let me get through the rest of this question. <laughs> I literally, I hate like that episode where who, it's like. Who masturbates loud? What are you whispering? When do you? Why, what are you talking to your dick? Who are you talking you? to? talking to bro <laughs> maybe maybe it's like the porn that he's watching oh, it's oh like if, you're, if you could if you could <laughs> i literally am only two sentences in if you are listening to porn that's one thing but how you read that question i was like he's talking or making sounds just he's wait masturbating. ready i'm starting over I hear my husband masturbating regularly. I found his lube and pocket pussy that he said he threw away in his drawer. It breaks my heart and I've brought it up to him many times. We've been married for two years, but dated for nearly 10 years prior to marriage. We were always a sexual couple until we got married. It makes me sad that I've been replaced. I want sex too. He spends hours, and I mean hours, in the shower and thinks I'm too dumb to realize what he's doing. And that's another thing that breaks my heart. The fact that he's hiding it right in front of me. We might have sex once a month when I initiate it, but there's been streaks of four months that go by without any sex. I don't even think I've given a blow job in 2023. He'll look at me in the eyes, fawn on me when I'm sad, when all the while I'm sad because he left me for three hours the night before to jerk off in the tub and he's about to do it again. Then he'll come out, kiss me goodnight, as I've just wiped the tears away, tell me he loves me and goes to bed. This is my life. I want more. I want to have what we had before we got married. What do I do? Oh, I feel so bad for her. It sounds like your husband has a sex addiction, but like not with you. And I feel like a lot of times people who are sex addicts or a, a, a porn addiction, you know what I mean? Like they're not giving their partners what they need. They're getting it from porn right. or whatever outside sources. Yeah, I think uh, you need to get someone in there, have a third-party conversation also, going. Also, is three hours an exaggeration? Because that's a, lo a long fucking time. Is he just like nut after nut? Three hours? She said three hours to jerk off in the tub. Three hours? That is, number one, I a waste of time. I have no penis. I was just going to say. It would disintegrate. How <laughs> How does he have Fairy any dust. skin left? Fairy dust. I Okay, so he obviously doesn't care about what you need, you know? I think this is not even to, just to the point of like, oh my God, we're not having sex anymore. It's to the point where it's a problem. Like it's, it's affecting you mentally. It's affecting your relationship. 
And you guys used to have that. So it's like, what has changed? But to your point, I do think like, maybe you need to introduce a third party. Third Barbie. A third party, like a therapist. But you have to have that conversation with him. Obviously, you talk to him first. That's 100% probably not going to do anything. And then after that... That's 100% (laughs) probably not going to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, but you got to at least express to him, like, how are you feeling about all this stuff? Then you get a third party in there. You got to have some sort of mediator to discuss this. But what I'm hearing basically is it's not enough stimulus to him to have sex with you anymore. And he's not aroused by it. And I'm not saying that's okay, but I feel like that's where he's getting. Exactly. I just think that you need to address these concerns. It's affecting both of you. It's, it's impacting your relationship, but it's not too late. I think that this is a problem that affects a lot of couples though. You know, sex is super important in relationships and you both have to be getting pleased. But at this point, it sounds like it's an addiction for him. So you need to address that. Agree. Best of luck, my friend. And this week's episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. You can play all the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. And seriously, why go to the casino when you can win right from home? And if you're John, from the toilet. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Just sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with the promo code GIVEIT. New customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code GIVEIT. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races in West Virginia, all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21+. plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time play through within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash player's choice. Restrictions apply. Next question. What are your thoughts on emotional cheating? Do you think it's a betrayal? I recently discovered that my fiance was trash talking me to a friend of his whom he has a sexual past with every time we had a big fight. There were times where I wanted to discuss the problem and work it out together only to be brushed off. He is now admitting months before our wedding that he has been emotionally attached to this woman, hiding it from me, actively lying about it. And now she thinks I'm a terrible person because he left out everything that pertained to him for the last six years. She's harassed me in his defense recently on social media. And this is how I found out he lied about discussing our fights with her. She doesn't believe he's done anything wrong because they weren't physical. However, my fiance fiance says they were inappropriate what are your thoughts really i mean how how were they inappropriate what what was it why would she end it with that maybe maybe she means their conversations were inappropriate either way but he's admitting that he's attached to her yeah what don't marry this person that guy you need to marry someone who's going to be a teammate and a partner it's just like to have someone in your life 
you know, to open yourself up like that and then to get burned by that person. Like, fuck that. him talking trash about you to a girlfriend. Like, number one, you shouldn't be talking trash about your partner to anyone. Like, you should only be speaking highly of them unless it's to a therapist. Like, unless you... You and your partner should have enough trust and respect for one another to hash out your problems with each other. Or, again, a third party who's like paid who's a paid professional, not a fucking friend and not a friend of the opposite sex. Like this is just so wrong of your fiance. And the fact that like you're engaged and now he's admitted to being attached to this woman, I would not move forward with wedding planning. Fuck that. I feel like that's such a stab in the back. I hate that. Yeah. So your initial question was, what are your thoughts on emotional cheating? Do you think it's a betrayal? Yeah. In this case. Definitely. I agree. I do. I mean, again, I don't think that it's too late to necessarily fix your relationship, but there's a lot of trust that you're going to have to build back up again. Like, I don't know that I would want to be with a person who has to confide in another female about our problems. Like, did did you bring this up to him? Like, was he like aware of any of this until you brought it up? Or is he like, because you called him out on it, now he's like agreeing with you that it was wrong? She says, yeah, that's how she caught him, I think, was because of social media, like this other girl. Yeah, that's that's so wrong. I don't love it. I hate that. (laughs) If you ever did that to me, I'd be so pissed at you. (laughs) I mean, especially to like start off your relation, like your marriage like this, no. No, don't love it. Pause to that. Next question. My husband and I have been married for five years. Within the first six months of our marriage, I caught him on Tinder. He said he was just using it to see if other people found him attractive due to his low self-esteem, so I forgave him and we moved on. Fast forward to now, we have two very young children, and I was using his phone to pay a bill, and I saw a notification. Long story short, he was on Hinge, Tinder, and Reddit messaging people about meeting up. The thing is, I was on vacation visiting my family while most of these messages were sent. So in my mind, he could have met up with any of these people and cheated. He swears he never met anyone or did anything physical. It was just a way for him to fulfill some fantasy in his mind. But I can't trust that he didn't cheat, especially since I wasn't even in the same state at the time. I don't think he deserves another chance. My kids deserve better and so do I. What do you guys think? I'm so tired of all these fucking... You know what the, the the relationship and all these questions are? It's not like fully, it's like, is this cheating? I'm not really sure, you know? Right. But it's like, and they don't know. They don't yeah. 100% know, but they have a feeling. Normally, if you have a feeling- Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Also, your husband within the first six months, like you already caught him on Tinder and now you caught him again? This was just like our, our episode from what last weekend. What was his weekend. excuse for being on there? Oh, his low self-esteem. Dude, fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. People are so fucking stupid. I, too, don't believe that he deserves a second chance because you've already given him one or what? Another chance. I just like it's so easy for us to say this, but there's so many different factors. And the fact that there's kids involved, like I get it. You want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But this is okay. But like there's no benefit of the doubt. At what point do you now? There's no other reason to be on on, on a dating app. Unless you're seeking out attention from someone. No, no, no. But I'm saying that, like, he's the one who fucked up the family dynamic. Like, why should she be the one suffering this relationship, like, for her kids? Like, her and her kids do deserve better. So it's like, so you're saying she shouldn't break up with this guy because of the kids? No, no, no. I'm just saying, because, like, we're always giving the advice of, like, leave him. Fucking leave him (laughs) and stuff. But I'm trying to put myself in all these other people's shoes where it's like they have a lot of other people reliant on them. 
It's not just you and me, you know? No, a hundred percent. So like, I, I just want people to know, like, I'm giving We're it some empathetic thought. towards people with kids. I know. Yeah, I get it. Like, but like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't think that having, like, I, I just personally don't think that like your kids are a good enough excuse. And I've said this before and I got hate for it to stay in a relationship. Like so that we is, say fuck them kids. But that is not, it's, but it's not fuck them kids. It's like you bringing your kids and showing them what a healthy relationship looks like. You know what I mean? Like, I think that your kids can also sense when your parents are not happy. Like when your parents are in an unhealthy relationship and are forcing something, because at the end of the day, your kids are going to grow up and leave the house. And then who are you stuck with a piece of shit at home? No. Like, why would you? Actually, I think life... a lot of times people are like, I'll wait till they're 18. And, and the then house. divorce. Exactly. And then there's half your life. hundred. So you're going to live with this person and then, I don't know. It's just like rip the bandit off. Right. It's not going to be easy regardless. And if anything, I don't, and again, I'm not a child from divorce, so I can't speak from experience, but I could envision it being traumatic as an adult, your parents getting divorced as well and being like, was my whole life a lie? Like how long have you guys hated each other? I mean, this guy has no excuse whatsoever. It's not like, oh, I went on to Tinder to like make friends, you know? you literally were seeking out attention right. from women or whatever you're into. And it's like, you got caught. I'm honestly not enough. Like, fuck him. It's not even that I'm not enough. It's just like, he's an insecure little bitch. Well, I'm and... sure that's how he... <laughs> Kobe just kicked the light. But I'm I'm assuming that's how... I would feel that way if I was her. I'd be like, am I not enough for you that you need attention from other people? But that's not how you have to look at it. Like, she has to look at it as he's insecure. You deserve more. Move on. Right. I agree. Hi, beep, beep. Next question. I got pregnant at 19 and married him. I had my life-changing event when my son was born. The first time I ever felt true unconditional love. At 11 months, I got a restraining order and started the process of a divorce. He was a drug addict, alcoholic, and abusive. I started dating my now husband when my son was almost two. We got married and had two other children and he adopted my oldest. His birth certificate literally says my husband's name and he has our family last name. Our other two children were there for the adoption, but were too young to remember. Everyone knows about the adoption except them, family, friends, everyone in town, etc. My husband is super sensitive about it and does not want to tell them, but I really want to tell them. They love their older brother so much. He's a great big brother, and I do think they will be upset, but I am not sure it would change how they feel or at least how I feel like it shouldn't. I also think it will suck to find out from someone else, but my husband thinks when or if that does happen, we would say that we didn't think that that fact was important to know because it doesn't change anything about how we feel. What do you think? I wonder how old the oldest son is. Because, like, is he old enough to understand everything that's going on? I think you should... It's not the oldest son who doesn't know. He knows he was adopted. No, no, I know that. It's the two younger brothers. I know that. But I'm saying, like, ask him how he feels about it. Like, what does he want them... Does he want to tell them? Like, it should be his choice, too. I just feel like any type of family secret like that is going to come out eventually. Like... It's just better to normalize it, is it not? I mean, I could be wrong, but I would assume that it would be better to make it a normal conversation. You're right. It's going to come out. It's definitely going to come out eventually. So it should come out from you guys. So again, you and your husband need to get on the same page because I think how your husband wants to address it is... Well, a secretive standpoint where he's like, right. oh, it doesn't matter. They don't need to know that their older brother's not 
their blood. Well, he's their half brother. But I think it'll be worse if it gets to that point. Like you, you them hearing it from an outside source. Yeah. So you. And again, they were there for the adoption. Like I think, just like normalizing it into conversation and being like, you know, but But you're all family. But I would talk to the oldest first. I mean, you should say it, but at least talk to him about it first. I think depending on his age, otherwise, like. Well, yeah, I don't know how old he is. A toddler, <laughs> like he's not he's really gonna. A child. If he is he a child, but yeah, ultimately you and your husband have to agree on this though. But I do think that it's nor. <laughs> I do Are you th- doing a conclusion? We got it. We know. But what- I do think, in conclusion, that honesty is the best policy. Honesty will set you free. It will. It really will. Next question. I'm 30, and when I was in college, I was visiting my dad at his home. I rummaged through his papers, sitting in a pile next to the family computer, and stumbled upon a handwritten letter. The letter started with, Dear my biological father, and told the story of a guy who would be three years older than my older brother, Jake. The person has the same hobbies and interests as Jake, and the person who wrote the letter says that they are a drummer interested in snowboarding and went to school for engineering. Jake is almost identical to this mystery person. The letter never said my dad's name, so I can't guarantee it's actually for him, but it seemed pretty legit. I've never asked my dad about this letter because it's his life. He could tell me what he wants to when he wants. It's just good tea. And I wonder if you guys would dive deeper. If you were me, would you ask my dad about it or just let him have his secrets? Half of me doesn't give a shit. It's not like I'm going to find this extra sibling of mine. But the other half of me likes the curiosity that I feel here and there. I would want to know. I think it's nice that you are looking at how your dad might feel. So it looks... You seem like a person who has a good head on their shoulders and is intelligent and cares about others. So I feel, I mean, I would want to fucking know too. Me too. But I, I think mean, you could bring it up in a way that's like, you know, compassionate towards your dad. You know, it's tough though. It's like, you don't want to, and this was back when you were in college, you're 30 now. And so it's like, do you bring up something that you were snooping all these years ago? You know what I mean? Like, or I mean, also though, it's what, not... Yeah. It's not like necessarily we're snooping. You could also just like say it in a way that's like, by the way, because it was so long ago, I think I saw a letter (laughs) a while ago. Do we have another sibling? Are you setting the scene right now? Yeah, I'm setting the scene. Hey, hey, Papa Bear. Um, I have this flashback of like being back in college and I think I came across this letter. Do we by chance have a have another sibling who loves to snowboard? Uh, Listen, (laughs) God, that was so boring. That whole scene setting, I was like, what are you, what are you saying? I'm a filmmaker, John. I'm not a storyteller. <laughs> Actually, you are. We didn't talk about that. Do you want to talk about that? Or we not? can talk about it. We can save it for the end. So now okay. you guys have to stick around. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll wait till the end. <laughs> you know what? The more I think about it, I think you should say something. Because I don't think it's that big of a deal. And have an open convo with your dad about it. And as we and say... And your dad's old. So it's like, <laughs> what's... If you wanted to like meet him, he... Well, that's actually another way to look at it. If he wanted to meet that other child, right? He would Maybe have. hearing it from you that like you don't think that it's a crazy thing and like it's cool with you would maybe normalize it That's for true. your dad because he be might like, feel like he doesn't know how you guys would feel about it. What would you do if you found out that you? Oh fuck yeah, I'd want to know another. Well, the fact that she read the letter and it seemed like a normal person. If the kid was like, I'm in. The person's like, I'm incarcerated right now and I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I'd be like, no. I'd actually tell my dad, don't fucking meet this person. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think it would hurt. I I wonder if I have other siblings out there. You probably do. 
I probably do. You think? You, your dad has some beefy legs, John. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> okay, next question. My wife and I have been together for over 12 years. Earlier this year, I met a woman on social media. I commented on a post she shared. She responded and the conversation never ended. We clicked and talked pretty much every day after that. We had deep conversations about life, growing up, goals, our passions, hobbies, interests. We always had... What? Who cares? <laughs> like who fucking cares? You already know you're in the wrong. I'm. You're not even. You're not even fully through this question. Is this how the question is going to end? I feel like I have a connection with this person. Should I? Should I see where this goes, and or should I stay with my wife, or should I leave my wife? Like, it's like you already know you're doing something stupid. It's just. Like, what do you think? What do you? How do you think we're going to respond to this? Is that? Am I right? I bet you I'm. I bet you I'm right about this question. Let me finish. <laughs> we always had something to talk about. I started to develop feelings for her. My wife found out and gave me an ultimatum. Oh, I decided to stop talking to her. But before I cut off communication, I told her how I felt. She told me she didn't really feel the same. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was true or not. Either way, I haven't talked to her in over almost four months. Recently, she's been heavy on my mind and I ended up reaching out. She responded and we had a brief conversation, but I didn't get what I wanted from that conversation. Am I wrong for wanting to know how she really felt? Yeah, or did she just fuck. say that because she didn't want to be responsible for me getting a divorce? Are you fucking stupid? Yes, John, that's the answer oh to this question. Oh my God. Though plot twist. Honestly, I don't even care about this person anymore. Like this person, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. Or I'm, it's a guy, right? I'm assuming. Uh, I guess so. Whatever. More of the plot twist that she said, no, I'm actually not feeling the same way as you. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so I was a little wrong like, with the no, story. You're not going to ride off into the sunset with <laughs> your mistress. She yeah. basically said, I'm done with you too, fool. She's probably like, you're crazy. You're married. But Well, but I think that that's the other thing too, that like when this happens, it's like, it's exciting, but then it's not People like- People don't realize that greener. though. Yeah. People are just like, wow, this might be my person because you're bored in your secured relationship that you have and you're just seeking. It's not better. People will do anything but like work on what's in front of them or work on themselves. Like work on your fucking self. How about? Those endorphins, man. They're going to get you. Is it endorphins? I don't know. Like you're your synaptic connections when you're serotonin serotonin yeah is that, but like i know that there's different like endorphins are like when you work when you when you work out dopamine is a different one so one of the serotonin one of the three of those one of those they're just like <laughs> yeah peaking in your brain and you're like it's wow wait new this and is exciting. so much more fun than the than the boring relationship that i have the fact that your wife even found out and, and then took you back still took you back and you're like instead of like taking the second chance and really focusing on my relationship and being like i fucked up you know i really did make a mistake let me never actually reach you, know, out you to should do again. you should reach out to that person again i hope your wife or whatever she is finds out and leaves your ass because you're being an idiot and are you in the wrong what do you fucking think are you in the wrong this is not a safe space <laughs> I was just gonna say that right now. I think this is a safe space for honesty. You True. I don't know. Here? I don't know who's writing these these questions. So I guess it's a safe some space. Some people for are you. like. Some people have asked us. They're like, "Are the questions that you get on your podcast real? Do you think we would make this shit up? Do you think half of these questions that number one? Do you think that we have the time do to you make think them I put up? The fucking effort in to write a question. We have thousands of questions a week. I mean, we could probably do a, 
do a daily episode and still not get through all the questions. John's looking at me like, please don't ever do that to me. Just people just assume things. I'm like, have you ever done any of this before? But no. um, yeah, if you're gonna write in, we're not we're not um, gonna make up these questions. Uh, these are actual real questions. We're just trying to get to the ones, and we're gonna answer them honestly, right? And not sometimes great or the responses that you want to hear. So the, that's the safe take. spaces. We don't know who you are. The not safe spaces. If you're listening, you know we're talking about you, <laughs> and you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and you're a piece of shit. <laughs> that is that is the safe space. It's like it's literally all anonymous. Sometimes people will still write in and be like. Please keep this anonymous. I'm like, still don't know who you are. <laughs> it's not linked to your name. Don't worry. I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> Anyways, wow. that's, uh, that's it. I just like, okay, if you're going to, if you're going to even type a question and you're the one doing something, just know you're pretty much doing, you're the one in the wrong. <laughs> if you need some sort of guidance, whatever you're doing, do the opposite. I wouldn't say that because some people write in and they're like, am I the asshole for moving on from my dead husband who was cheating? You know what I mean? And it's like, no, you're if not. If you're the one talking to anyone else besides your significant other, you're the one that's in the right. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your significant other is a good person and is treating you. Yeah, and you're you just bored. Respect yeah, exactly. What's your ick? I already told you mine. My ick is, my ick is already about tonight knowing that you're probably going to get more friendship bracelets than I am just because you're miserable and you're a boy. And so just a, by being a man there, am I going to be like in a corner by myself? No, there a lot of husbands go. You don't even know who's going to be there. I don't care. Whatever. I'm there I think for you're you. Gonna have I'm fun. there for you, baby. You know how, remember when we went to Disney world? Yeah, that was fun. And I was, or I was like, John's actually going to have so much fun. And then you didn't. So maybe, maybe I'm going to say that you'll, you're going to have a miserable time. That was my attempt at winking. There better be alcohol there. I think there is. But then you, you're going to pee and then you're going to miss her sets. I don't care. Gonna, I don't care. Oh, no. You can't miss it, John. Like, I need to experience this with you and be like, oh, my God. I'm assuming this is at, like, the Lo-Fi Stadium. SoFi Stadium? Yeah, the Lo-Fi lo Beats. Lo-Fi Beats. I love that station. But I'm assuming... It's not a station. It's just, like, yeah, it a genre of music. On Spotify. Yeah, but, like, there's, lo like, lo-fi jazz, lo-fi study. Like, you could just go lo-fi beat. Love that station. <laughs> All right. Oh, last thing. Because I was saying, like, oh, you're not yeah. a... You're a writer. We are filming a short film this week. Right. Joshua so, Tree. So next time, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll discuss about Alex it. Alex wrote the script in four hours. So instead of uh, That's pitching our show because everything is on hold, we decided to turn our show concept into a short film. That way we can at least do things while things are on pause, right. like during the strike. And it's an, technically an indie. It's a short. And then we could submit it to film festivals. So if anyone has any film festival tips, let us know. Because we're coming we're, for you, Sundance. We're very new to this like short film world. Right. Don't know much about it, but we're just going to like, you know... We're just going to crush it. Try it, it and We're gonna figure crush it out. It. Yeah, and do our best. So, stay but you know what, John? Tuned. We have to be for that a team. So and we, not talk shit about each other. We have to get along in front of people and love each other. Guys, <laughs> we can only like, talk, subscribe, we can only talk shit. Email, closed doors, comment. Give Read me all review. your reviews. Read a review. I feel like there was a good one. There's a really good one. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck it up because it's so long. You could do it, John. It was a really good one. 
Five stars blown away by Daisy C369. I ran across your videos a while ago and saw many ads for your podcast. I swear it sought me out. So your marketing is okay. I guess that's what that is. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Nevertheless, I work in mental health and man, I wish I could give every one of my patients this podcast. The fact of the matter is there's no absolute answer to solve our problems, but y'all take it for face value with John's occasional story element additions and give the most straightforward advice. I can't imagine how good it must feel to tell people the good, bad, and the ugly in the advice they asked for. But man, y'all are on point. Alex, stop doubting yourself. You actually speak a lot of hard fact when discussing those nuanced mental health expressions that find our way into our lives. Keep spreading knowledge and do it with your chin up, but keep avoiding lawsuits. And don't feel bad for not using our technical terms. You guys normalize concepts. I try to teach in classroom environments. Lastly, my favorite thing is that you guys get on here happy, irritated, monotone, etc. Whatever the mood is, and the common theme is that you guys find the flow with each other and recover from whatever feeling you're having. And I can hear it in your tone. See, just like earlier. See, we got in on, we started this hating each other. And, and now, now we hate each other we hate less. Each other less. <laughs> it's setting a great example for those who think their marriage is supposed to be butterflies forever. Time to shatter the limitations that society standards create and bring people to a place of realization instead of a toxic positivity denial they are seemingly stuck in. Keep giving it to them straight. I know I wish I could. Wow. Woo. What a review. I only Thank fucked it up like twice. It's okay. You did great, John. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can email us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com and you can find us everywhere at give it to me straight podcast. We will see you guys next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.